0: Welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. I am here at the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis with Abigail Beckard, and she is beautiful. I wish you could see her. Yeah. So I really wanted to interview this organization because my own son, as you all well know, Um, Everybody that's been listening to the show since season one, that uh, my son has Down syndrome and um, he had heart surgery when he was um, 10 months old. And so, this organization has actually been an organization that has given my son a lot of help and a lot of resources. I've been able to utilize them in a very great way. And so, I just would like to talk to Abigail today and kind of have her let you guys know more about the organization. And if um, you're in the St. Louis area and you want to uh, get in touch, she'll also let you know how to do that. So, Abigail. Hi. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah. um, I would like to go ahead and jump into these questions. First question is, how did the uh, Down Syndrome Association begin?
1: It's a a great story, actually. In 1976, the organization started. Um, Just with a few parents, a few moms who really just started getting together um, and talking about how they wanted to see their child's life, their children with Down syndrome, how they wanted to see their life um, unfold and what types of services out there? What types of services would they like to see for their kids? And it really was born out of out of just a few dedicated parents. So, wow, yeah.
0: that is amazing. Yeah. And
1: here we are over 40 years later and we serve more than 2,000 individuals with Down syndrome and their families in the greater St. Louis area. So it's that is really amazing. Growing. That is
0: really amazing. That is great. Um, what are some of the programs and services offered by the Down Syndrome Association?
1: We, we do quite a bit for um, the small organization that we are. Um, so one of the things that we do is um, new family support family support through the lifespan, but specifically new family support. So that can begin at a prenatal or postnatal diagnosis um, with the partnerships we have through the hospitals. So when a, when a child is born or a parents get a prenatal diagnosis, they connect us with that family so that we can reach out and welcome them to- You know what? I actually
0: know that that is very true because that is how mm-hmm. I became connected with uh, the Down Syndrome Association. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something
1: that it's, it's considered our pillar program. It's something that we definitely make sure that we're doing is reaching out to families and letting them know that they have support in this organization that we exist and that, um, you know, we're here for them for whatever they might need. We deliver gifts and and also resources and just answer questions and then make sure that they know that we're here for them. So that is amazing. Yeah. And
0: you guys definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we also
1: have um, lots of programs for individuals with Down syndrome through the lifespan. So our small steps programs for infants and toddlers, mm-hmm. we have our next step programs for that school age group, yeah. um, a music program. And, some um, programs that we work with educators yeah. in the school so that they're, you know, we make sure that students with Down syndrome are getting a great education. Um, we have our Steps Independence and employment programs for adults. And then we also have our Silver Steps program that's for like that aging population.
0: Right. And I know that I've always, um, I've kind of always wanted to get into the music program, mm-hmm. but I just never did have time to do it. And that is something that I still yeah. aspire to get our Arkell involved with. He's got, yeah. It's, it
1: starts at about 10 because he loves music oh
0: gosh it's,
1: it's such a fun program and you know of course there's it's fun and it's really just about um being on stage with your bandmates and really having yeah. a time but it's also about um, building confidence and he and would social, enjoy that yeah, yeah socialization and stuff like that teamwork stuff like that so um it's a really really fun program
0: yeah i'm definitely going to try and make time to get him involved yeah. it's hard
1: too because there's always so many things that you can do and try out and yeah like you know you have yeah been involved in
0: and i know things. about um the early uh steps and everything uh mm-hmm. with the down syndrome association because you know arkel when when um we were first connected with uh the organization he was involved in that and um as he got older then he started to get um some other services for school his you know him becoming school age and yeah, they've even went so far as to look, people, if you want to utilize this organization, I would definitely recommend highly because they've even given Arkell like Christmas little gift cards <laughs> and when back to school has come, he's gotten a gift card for that. And and so it's really nice. Yeah. Really nice what they do for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um could you give me a description of what kind of events the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis puts together? um recreationally if any
1: sure yeah so we have several events throughout the year um they're all very family friendly um they're inclusive so they're for everyone not just individuals with down syndrome but family friends um everyone that wants to come and we have um you know we have a holiday party um in december Mm -hmm. that's for families and we do crafts and um you know just celebrate the season we have um the, a family picnic that's mm-hmm. in the spring where we take photographs of families and stuff. Oh, and that's nice. Make a calendar. Yeah, yeah, so that's a really fun event. Um, and then we have our largest event of the year, which is Down, uh, Step Up for Down Syndrome. Yeah. And
0: it's in Forest Park. Yeah. It's about 1,500 one people. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's in June. It's the first Sunday in June every year, mm-hmm. so it's the same weekend every year. And So we have families that just plan on coming. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. We have the bounce castles and the face painters and the music and dancing mm-hmm. and food and stuff. So it's a really fun time and it's a great time to celebrate um, and connect with families and stuff like that. Yeah. And
0: I think it's really good because, um, um, knowing, you know, as a parent um, with a child with Down syndrome, sometimes you can have that isolation feeling, and like no one really understands, um, you know, you having a child with a disability like that. And the Down syndrome association kind of put, pulls people together, you know, and you can meet other moms, other parents, you know, with the with a child with you know that's just like your kid, and you guys can you know maybe swap some notes on yeah. what you're doing to help your child develop. And Thank so I. I just think it's yeah. very great yeah. it's great because it, it allows you to make connections yeah absolutely yeah. I, yeah. I
1: think that's awesome that's definitely something that we that we strive to do and um you know we serve a 150 mile radius of the st louis city so oh, my. one wow. of the things that we yeah. yeah as far as into illinois and hannibal and Cape Girardeau so I didn't uh, know that yeah, you guys are so, really
0: far yeah and
1: it's it's challenging because you know it's hard to get to the St. Louis area so what we mm. do is we support community groups in those areas so yeah. we provide resources so that they can bring in speakers and have events and connect with each other in that area and get that support from one another it's so.
0: beautiful yeah. it's a beautiful thing yeah. is there any specific success stories you can think of involving the children assisted by the Down Syndrome Association yeah um you know it's it's such a beautiful community and we are so
1: fortunate at the Downstream Association to have um, dedicated parents and grandparents and board members and um, you know, volunteers and just so many supporters that really all work together mm-hmm. to create the success and, and um, of the organization and the people that are part of the organization yeah. um, so we couldn't do it without them, that's right. first and foremost um, but you know, specifically just like thinking about individuals that I've Coming into contact with, yeah. I think about, um, and she's not a kid. She's an adult, but her yeah. name is Julie mm-hmm. and she's, she's in her thirties. Um, she has a dual diagnosis of down syndrome and autism. Mm. Um, so she has limited verbal skills and, mm-hmm. um, she, but she is, she's so creative. She's an artist. Oh, wow. She, her attention to detail is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's something that I really admire. Um, but she's involved with a lot of our programs, our employment programs. Yeah. So she's done the Academy classes. She, mm is an intern in the office on Tuesdays. Um, she is part of our pop-up snack shop, which is our small business that, you know, adults can get hands on, um, job skill building so and and a couple months ago she actually got a job at u.s bank oh um, wow she's working there a couple days a week and she's making you know something like 12 dollars an hour and she's really oh, successful amazing. and happy there her mom is like ecstatic so yeah um so you know i think that would be like a success success story of someone who really like was involved with our programs and then grew and was able to like you know be out in the community yeah when maybe her mom thought for a while that maybe she couldn't be you know like she's scared to send her her kiddo out there's that,
0: that 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 i know with having a child with down syndrome i always think about um as he gets older will he be able to you know um be able to thrive and be successful and hearing a story like this definitely gives me hope because um that's what i want for him i want him to be able to have opportunities to be able to grow up into a strong young man and be able to go out and take on the world just like a regular child and knowing that she's actually doing that and working and you know she has these skills Mm -hmm. she's an artist it's amazing it's beautiful What can happen, you know, through organizations like this? Well, yeah. I think I
1: think to your point, it, it really is about um, like think about all the possibilities when we start looking at folks and thinking um, it's not necessarily that we can all do everything. Yeah, but we can all do something, and that something is valuable. And so, you know, when we start when we start valuing what people are able to do, mm-hmm. then we can we can really find opportunities for everyone so right yeah
0: that is an amazing story wow yeah yeah okay so um let's see uh what do i have here how many children are estimated to have been helped by the organization by the end of this year just a rough estimate of how many children you think you you guys will help by the end of the year
1: um well like i had said a little bit earlier we serve about 2,000 individuals with Down syndrome mm-hmm. in the Greater St. Louis area, and the, and their family members. So, um, gosh, I mean, we hope that we p- can provide a resource or a service to all of them mm-hmm. um, at all times. So, whether that's finding a resource on our website mm-hmm. about toilet training or puberty or. Mm-hmm. Um, IEPs or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, or whether it's coming to one of our programs like Employment or Small Steps Camp. We have a therapy camp in the summer for toddlers yeah. or the music program. Wow. Um, so, you know, the numbers vary as far as which program yeah. you, you look at
0: specifically. Yeah. But yeah.
1: I think we hope that, you know, we're always providing a service to all
0: of our that is very broad yeah. it sounds like it's very broad yeah though. it yeah. sounds very broad
1: absolutely yeah. yeah and you know the other thing is we uh one of our programs technically is raising public awareness and that's yeah. really hard to measure you know yeah. cuz like, you just hope that by the efforts of getting out there on social media and on the news and and the pod, that's podcast. that's why i'm here today <laughs> yeah raise public awareness though yeah so, yeah. so we well, can... i will
0: definitely be raising some public awareness <laughs> today yeah we are so, so grateful for that too, so. <laughs> So um, what are some of the ways anyone interested can find and connect with the Down Syndrome Association? That's a
1: great question. Yeah. Um, We want to make sure that we have lots of ways that you can reach out to us. Um, So, you know, the first way that we usually recommend is the website. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis. So Mm -hmm. our, um, you know, acronym or or the letters that represent us are DSAGSL. So that's our website, DSAGSL. Um and you can find lots of ways to contact us there there's a there's a form that you can email you can find our phone number or address um, and you can always just stop by and say hi we have yeah. our office <laughs> on page Avenue we're here Monday through Friday 30 to 4 30 and you know we welcome anyone to just pop by and say hey yeah. and grab some resources so
0: yeah yeah well you know what abigail you have been an amazing <laughs> individual to well, interview thank today you. yeah yes this, this
1: has been a great interview you so. have definitely <laughs>
0: given me the insight that i need and i'm not only just um trying to you know, help everybody else get information. I'm over here taking notes too, you know. (laughs) So yeah, definitely um, connect with the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis. They are an amazing organization um, for your child with Down Syndrome, adult with Down Syndrome, or school-age child. However, infants, um, I think that they have a lot of programs and services and resources that you can utilize. So yes, thank you so much, Abigail. And hopefully you guys will have me back. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I would like to take the time to say that if you or someone you know that's close to you um, have a child with Down Syndrome or is expecting a child with Down Syndrome there is definitely hope There, it's not a, um, a sentence of disaster just because you've gotten a Down Syndrome diagnosis these kids are thriving and they are doing great things in the world today, they're growing up to be successful adults, there's organizations just like of the organization that I just interviewed, the Down Syndrome Association of Greater St. Louis, that is out there to help you um, grow, help your child grow. You know, God is a good God. God watches over these children and there's a purpose and a plan and a reason that these children are allowed to be born and put on this earth this way. So. God knows everything. He knows every single hair that is upon our head. Every hair is counted for. So when these children enter into the world with this disability or with these disadvantages, God definitely has a plan because they are going to inspire someone. They are going to give somebody courage. They are going to wake up hope inside of the world where hope was lost. And that is what they are meant to do so don't give up because your child or someone in your family has this diagnosis there can be a great great life lived by these individuals and God has a mighty plan for them they are going to go out and take on the world and inspire and create they have the most loving hearts and they are the most fun people to be around so love on someone with a down syndrome uh um, diagnosis and um I even speak towards all developmental disabilities autism what have you Whatever the diagnosis is, know that God has a plan and that that person with that diagnosis, whether it be your child or family member, is not uh, lost. Um, all is not lost. They have that opportunity to get out into the world and make a difference because of the fact that they were born the way that they are. They're going to inspire someone else to try harder because there are so many people in the world today that don't have a disability that have all of their abilities and they give up. They give up, but seeing someone with a disadvantage press forward and actually succeed, that is the fruit right there that the world needs. And God is a good God in showing that. God is a good God in blessing these types of people to thrive right before the face of those who need that encouragement. Thank you, God. We thank you for loving on every single person on this earth that has been given a de- developmental disability diagnosis welcome back to the podcast positivity show with your host me marlena g i would like to talk about work today work well, what do you want to say about work today, Marlena? Well, I would like to talk about how a lot of people in the world today put their faith in the work that they are doing. What kind of work? I mean, just work, um, their jobs, their their income, their their profession. Uh, They put all of their faith and all of their energy and all of their time and all of their effort and all of their attention into money, into working. They want to make sure that their bills are paid. They want to make sure that, um, you know, they're living a comfortable life, that their kids have what they need. And all of those things are good. That's not a bad thing at all. None of those things are bad. But the thing that I want to touch on today is, is when you forget to live your life. When work becomes the only thing that you deem important in life, when work becomes higher than your spouse in your married relationship, when work becomes higher than even your children, when you forget to make time to go to a soccer game or a ballet recital or whatever, um, some type of rehearsal for your child, Um, when you forget date night with your husband or or, or your wife, Uh, because uh, you have so much planned around work. When you wake up in the morning and the first thing you think about when you get out of bed is uh, work. Work. I have to get into the office, or I have a job to do, or um, let me call my coworkers or whoever I'm working with, my my, my subcontractors or whoever, whatever profession you're in, um, and and see what what we're going to be doing today, or you know what's the workload for the day. When the first thing that's on your mind when you wake up in the morning is work, that's a problem. There's a disconnect that has happened, and I want to talk about that disconnect. People are so busy in life forgetting God, forgetting God's promises, forgetting what God says that he will do for you. God is the one who supplies and gives us the power to get wealth. But yet and still people seem to forget that people seem to not rely on that, the the word of God. The Bible teaches us that God supplies all of our our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. But people often don't depend on that. People often forget about that or do not have faith in that. And so you can't say you have faith in God if you're believing him for certain things, but you won't believe him for uh, taking care of you and supplying your needs and supplying the needs of your family. Now, I'm not saying be a lazy bum and lay around the house all day and quit your job and Say, oh God's gonna provide, I have to be around my family. But what I'm saying is is God will honor your work. You go to work, you take care of your family financially God will honor that and he will increase you. He'll increase you when he sees that you're taking care of your family and you're not lazy and you're diligent um, to do so uh, to take care of your family. But the thing of it is that' that's on my mind, the thing of it is, is the fact that people tend to get in the spirit of, oh, well, I can't go out tonight. I have to plan for work tomorrow. Or, oh, I'm going to work a couple of extra shifts on the job today and me and my wife will have to just reschedule our dinner date. The moment you put work before your family, before your spouse, That's where a disconnect comes in and that leaves room and doors open for disaster for the enemy to come in and orchestrate some crazy business inside of your home life, your family life. Because the more you're away from home, the more you're away from home, the more time the enemy has to plan and plot his strategy of attack on your family life. And I really do believe that. So we can't get so wrapped up in work and get so wrapped up in what we're doing um, um, to keep the bills paid that we forget to simply wake up in the morning and kiss our spouses and say, hey, hey, what do you have planned for the day? What What are your goals for today? What do you want to do for today? We, we can't forget to. to to uh, ask our children, well, how's ba- basketball practice going? Well, how's uh, sc- uh, school? Can I, can I go to a game with you? You know, we can't forget to do those things because the moment you forget to do those things, you leave open room for something to happen for the enemy to create a, a disaster, troubles, problems, issues, things like that. The longer you're away, the more you do not know about your spouse. The more you're gone, the the less you know about your children. You have to make sure you're maintaining a healthy and fruitful relationship with your family. You have to make sure you're knowing what your spouse needs, knowing uh, the needs and wants of and the desires of your spouse, and knowing what bothers your kids or how school going how how are they getting along with their peers. And I'm going to go to Matthew six thirty one and thirty two. Therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all of these things. So God knows what we need. God is well aware of the fact that we need clothes, shoes, food, houses to live in, all of that. But when the moment that you stop depending on him to bless your seed, to bless what you already have in the ground and you're going the extra mile and you're going the extra nine, nine, you know, that's when I feel like it's 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 unhealthy. It's unhealthy when you cancel moments with with your wife or your husband to go and work. You can't get those moments back. Let let me tell you something, life is short. We live in a world today where where there's natural disasters, there's crazy things happening around us, terrorist attacks. You ought to be investing as much time into your husband or wife and children and family as you possibly can. And I feel like if you give up that time for work, then you're making the biggest and greatest mistake of your life. Because like I said, I'm not telling you to not work and to lay around on the couch But if you go to work and you get a full day's work in and you come home, you have no business allowing your coworkers or your boss or whoever to call you around seven o'clock at night when you're at the table with your family having dinner. You should not be allowing them to call you. Put your phone on. Do not disturb. Because once you are with your family, work is left at, at work and home is now home. Now you need to be dedicating all of your attention and your time to your family. If you're out on a date with your husband or your wife, you're not checking your phone under the dinner table uh, if you're out to dinner with them. You're not checking your phone under the dinner table. If you're at a soccer game or a basketball game with your kid, you're not pulling out your phone and checking your messages while you're supposed to be watching your son make a, a touchdown You know, on the football field. Family time is family time and work is work. And the two should always be separate and one should should never overlap the other. And when you begin to place work above your family, there is something definitely wrong inside of you because obviously you're not connected with God the way that you should be. And you're not believing um, him the way that you should be believing in him and his promises, as the Bible says that he was supplied for us, you know? And so the thing of it is, is you don't know the kind of hurt and the kind of pain and the kind of uh, disappointment and sadness you could be building and instilling in your spouse and in your children they have feelings you don't think that they're not aware of how much you're gone or how when they're at the dinner table having a conversation with you you're checking your phone you don't think that they can see that you don't think that they have an opinion just because they may keep quiet about it They definitely do feel a way about it. They just don't want to upset you. And maybe they do speak up. And maybe you ignore um, them speaking up and letting you know how they feel. And that's another mistake. That's another mistake because like I said, it opens up doors. It opens up doors for the enemy to come in and plan attacks on your married life and and plan attacks on the relationship you have with your children. And so you have to be careful to put work before your kids. This has always been my motto. This has always been a way that I have thought that things should go. It should be God first at the head of your life. God first, family second, and career and work last. And that's just the way that I see things. That's just the way I see the things being healthy. Yes, you have to work. Yes, you have to bring home the bacon and pay the bills. But at some point, you got to believe that God will provide and multiply you um, um, in whatever you're doing. You have to rest in knowing that God said in his word, he will provide. And the Bible says, do not take in account what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink. Because don't you know God knows you need these things? He already knows that you need these things. So why are you worried about that so much? Why are you just you know going crazy, missing time with your family for work because of the fact that you're so afraid that if you miss one day of work, you guys are going to be set back financially. Your financial uh, um, dependency should be on God. Food and clothing can seem so important sometimes. God, remind me, though not to obsess about these things, but to trust, but to trust uh, them to you. You know what I need, and you've promised to care for me. I'm relying on you in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Try to gain some strength because you really need to get back in faith if you you don't have your faith on the fact that God is your provider. He is our strong tower. He is our provider. God will bless us and we have to believe that he has our best intentions um, at heart. God knows what we need and he's not going to let us go without. You can relax and take some time off to go spend uh, time with your wife or your husband. Have a date. But you have to nourish your family. You have to nourish your relationship with your family, or you could very well lose your family. I've seen it in a lot of cases where where someone's working, 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 pouring all their attention into work. Next thing they know, they're sticking the key in the door and all the furniture, the kids, the wife uh, is gone. You gotta love your family and pay attention to your family because they are more important than your career. God, first family, second career last. And that is my opinion. On that subject. We ought to repose on divine providence not only for what concerns temporal things but much more for what relates to our spiritual life and perfection. That's Francis De Sales. We ought to repose on divine providence not only for what concerns temporal things but more for what relates to our spiritual life and perfection. Get your mind on the spiritual side of life. When you are fully connected with the Lord and trusting and believing in his word and his promises, you will not put work over your family because you'll know God is going to provide for you. You've been to work all day, you get off, you go home to your family. You're not answering phone calls at the dinner table or right in the middle of you and your wife holding hands and having a conversation. You're, you're, you're allowing someone to call and, and and have you on the phone for an hour or two about a job. Respect your family. Cover your family. And that is my my opinion on that. We're going to take a break. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcasts. it is time for our good deeds around the world today food for the poor saving lives transforming communities and renewing hope food for the poor was started in 1982 to help the poorest of the poor in jamaica today through donations they provide housing medical care education and more to 17 of the poorest countries in the caribbean mexico central america and south america Food for the Poor's mission is twofold. To help the materially poor by providing services and aid through local churches' outreach programs, and to help the spiritually poor by providing opportunities to serve the poor and gain a renewed relationship with Christ through services. Some of the ways you can help. Rather than receiving gifts for your birthday this year, start your fundraising campaign by becoming a champion for the poor. This program allows you to create your own webpage, share it with friends through social media, and transform lives with the funds you've raised. And that has been our Good Deeds Around the World today. If you would like to know more about different charities that's helping out in the world today and doing Good Deeds, please visit a great website called ChristianTheologies.com. That is ChristianTheologyDegrees.com, that is. Yes, so, visit their website, check them out, and see how you can be able to help and begin to support those in need. Here is the Christian inspiration selection for today, provided by Life Church Symphony Symphony.
2: Music dumb from all my unruly notes. The distance
0: is distant. It's moving close. Now I see. erase the scales from my eyes. Then play the scale of my life. Can't y'all played off with a chord and a chord with a source, preventing through strife And I've tasted suffering. I've been embraced by the painful buffering. I've been bound by doubts so loud right now. But a melody is made when you play these rusty keys. So we all gotta get pressed, Tuned up like instruments. But I know all of life's tempo with sad. Whenever we remember this,
2: In the Peace, drowning out the voices all around.
0: That is all the time we have for the show today. May God pour out his blessings on you until we meet again.